So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you're looking for more information, find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com and all social media at SoWeMetOnline. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash SoWeMetOnline. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Are men really from Mars and women from Venus? Uh, I think sometimes yes, although I would also argue that sometimes women are from Pluto. You know, Pluto's not even a planet anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That works then. (laughs) Okay. Well, as long as you're not from Uranus. Okay. Boom. I hear you have a story for us. I do. So, we met online, and initially, we got along pretty well. I really liked her. All seemed to go smoothly. Things clicked. Mm-hmm. I thought she was attractive. Mm-hmm. Thought she was funny. Okay, you liked her. I liked her. And the more I liked her, the more I wanted to be with her. That makes sense. Right? Yep. And thus, a relationship started. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thus. The problem is, as the relationship progressed, the relationship actually went on for about three or four years. That's a long time. That's a long time. I began to realize that she wanted something different than what I wanted. She wanted marriage. She wanted to get married. Yeah. And I wasn't ready. Why? Well, for a couple of reasons. This was right after my divorce. So I was still kind of processing the divorce, trying sure. to figure it out, trying yep. to understand what I wanted to do. I think what a lot of guys do, I well, I think what a lot of people do after a divorce, the first thing they say is they put a stake in the ground and they say, I'm never getting married again. Is that what you did? I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I'm never getting married again. I'm never having kids again. I'm never looking, you know. And I want the exact opposite right. of what I had before. Exactly. I'm never going to do any of this again. It's over. But I also didn't like being alone. <laughs> <laughs> or I should say, I didn't like my bed being empty. But anyway, <laughs> the relationship was good, though. It was a really good relationship. And I really did like spending time with her. And I, I liked her as a person. I just was in this mindset that I was not ready to get married. And the more we stayed together, the longer our relationship lasted, the more it was becoming clear that she wanted to get married. Right. And she was ready to, and she knew exactly what she wanted, and what she wanted was me. Now, what this did was created, obviously, some conflict, because she kept propositioning me. Like giving you ultimatums? Yeah, ultimatums. When are we going to get married? If we don't get married, I'm going to leave you. I yeah, I generally don't think ultimatums work. No, I they don't. And so, again, what ended up happening was we ended up breaking up because sure. the relationship didn't work out. Fast forward several years after that, I started to reflect back on that particular relationship mm-hmm. and said, you know, what's interesting is if she would have just given me another two years or so, because it was probably about two years after the relationship ended, where I started saying, oh, you know what? Right. I could see myself getting married again. Right. But I needed that time, and I just wasn't ready in that moment. So I want to talk about that, because I believe that men and women are very different in terms of their timing. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious to hear your thoughts from a male perspective. Okay. But the way I understand it and the way I see it, 
For a woman, timing is less relevant. It could be a time when she's between jobs and moving to a new city and whatever it is, getting a puppy, I, I don't know. And she's really not in a place for a serious relationship. But if she meets the right person, it's the right time right. by default. Yeah. Whereas I believe if a guy meets someone wonderful and compatible, his whole thing is timing. A man has to feel like he is ready, like you said. And I yeah. think a lot of factors go into that. I believe financial stability. I believe stability in a job itself, stability at home, feeling like you can support not just yourself, but somebody else if need be. And once you hit that place, and I say you, the collective you as, as men, mm -hmm. uh, once you hit that place, boom, you're ready. And the next compatible woman who walks in the door, you might marry. Now, I realize this oversimplifies it. It's the cab light analogy. The guy's cab light goes on when he is ready for marriage or a long-term committed relationship. Whereas with a woman, if she meets the right person, timing is irrelevant. Yeah, I think at a high level, I will agree with your thoughts on that. However, mm -hmm. I do think that there are some caveats depending on the individuals, as of always. Course. Like you said, generalization. Look, yes. Like, so for me... There are always going to be exceptions. Right. So for me, in my story, if I look at my situation today, and I could go back in time type of thing, mm -hmm. um, or if I was still with this particular woman, I would probably have already proposed to her by now, right? right? I know that that has nothing at all to do with my financial situation or my career or anything it just deals with my emotional and mental state of being well right? i do think that's healthier yes yeah that had been the biggest change over the course of the last several years uh -huh. as opposed to you know support and whatever but i think with most men in that overgeneralization i do believe that we again as men have this fear or this belief that we must be the providers, right. that we have to have a stable job, have a, you know, a career, have, you know, the means by which to support, you know, right. our relationship. And if we don't, then I do believe we get intimidated about things like marriage. And right. I just feel like it's this switch that goes off where not ready, not ready, <gasps> ready. And then it's the next person. Because, I mean, you know, I've told you before and I've mentioned it maybe on, on the podcast, but, you know, I was with someone for a long time who I wanted to marry. And we talked about marriage, and we were moving in that direction. But it was always me pushing and pushing and pushing. Not pushing with the ultimatums, but just I was always the one sort of driving that. And it's hard because in a relationship, you kind of have to go with the lowest common denominator, the one who moves more slowly, because that's, right. that's the pace at which the relationship goes. You know, ultimately... Many factors happen that, that we did not we did not stay together, but, you know, I heard that he got married. Yeah. And I believe that I played a large role in getting him to that place where he was ready, putting that idea in his head. And then I think with a flick of a switch, ready, and then it's the compatible person who's next. Yeah. And I hear that a and lot. And I know that's an oversimplification. Yeah. I'll probably get flack from that, but that is how I see it. You may, but... I think there's like, isn't there a term for that out there? Like runner up to the, the planner? The, I, don't I, I don't know. But I've actually heard that a lot from women that I've dated or friends, girlfriends of mine, friends, female friends, mm -hmm. um, where they were in a relationship with a guy. Mm -hmm. 
the guy breaks up with them, and the very next person that they're with is the right. one they marry. Right. Right. And it makes, I mean, look, that's always going to happen for somebody. But it always makes them feel like, what? Well, you know, I did I, all that. Work. I did all that work to get him ready, and then all of a sudden, boom. He's marrying somebody else. That can be very frustrating. Look, I was there. It's very frustrating. But ultimately, you want to be with someone who's ready, who you don't feel like you have to goad or push into something. Yeah, but I think it happens both ways, maybe for different reasons. So you say, you know, they meet somebody and they're just there. But like, you know, in my situation, the woman who I was dating and I said I wasn't ready for marriage, we broke up and she went and married the next guy that she met. Okay, so. So, you know, I think sometimes we do get into this mindset of I'm ready to get married Mm -hmm. maybe and I think we've talked about this before maybe sometimes we settle it's like okay move on I'm just going to find somebody and get married Mm -hmm. Um, which I don't think is healthy I don't think it's healthy either but I do at a high level though agree that it can happen and it's one of these timing things Absolutely. So after the break, I want to talk about a few more ways I think men and women are different when it comes to dating. And again, I'm going to generalize, but you know, most generalizations are based on truth. (laughs) True. Just for you, our listeners of So We Met Online, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I don't know about you, but I have a guilty pleasure, and that is playing Candy Crush on my phone. But I feel like I have to balance out the dying brain cells by educating myself while I'm playing. So I can listen to an audiobook from Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash so we met online for a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. And we're back. So I have another question about how men and women differ. Again, again, I don't think I'm wrong. Especially having done my job for seven years, you know, as a dating coach, I see many things. I think men and women are different when we first meet someone. In that as a woman, and again, in general, I think we more take the whole package into account. So obviously physical attraction, not that kind of package. Um, I saw your face. Uh, obviously physical. I got a package for you. Okay, that is. That's, not... that's from Legally Blonde, the musical. Oh. You don't have that reference? Uh, I cannot say that I oh saw Legally gosh. Blonde, the musical. Legally Blonde, the musical. The UPS guy comes in and says, I've got a package. You've not seen it? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to have to pull this up on our phone later and I'm going to have to show you so that you have the reference. I can't wait. Okay, anyway, now I lost my train of thought. That's okay. You went back to the guy having the full package. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, as a woman, in general, I think we, we see someone, we obviously notice physical attraction first. But attraction can grow or be reduced by the person's personality. So, we take the whole package into account. Yes. Whereas I do believe with many men, it starts off all physical. And I think men are very binary, where they put a woman into a category, zero and one. You know, what is that, a Boolean variable? Hmm. I hope that's right. That's sure. And I'm proud of myself if I remember <laughs> that. Where a zero is, I won't sleep with her, or I wouldn't. And a one is, I would. Is that true? No. No. I think it is. <laughs> I think I really <laughs> think it is. I think at a high level, again, I think you're probably right. But in most cases, 
we're going to sleep with the woman no matter what. I disagree. What if you find her really unattractive? If she's offering her body. Wait, seriously? <laughs> in a lot of situations, I hate to say this, but as men, again, overgeneralizations, oh. most guys, if the opportunity presented itself to you, they would sleep with the woman. Doesn't matter what they look like. I'm sorry. I really disagree. Well, yes, look, I'm, I'm not sorry. a guy. I can't say. I'll but, be very curious to hear what our listeners yeah, have to but say. But I will say that we do have this kind of process by which we look at women. At least I it's do. very visual. So No surprise. We tend to put them in three categories. Oh, God. Okay? Mm-hmm. Women I would like to sleep with. Mm-hmm. And women who I would like to have a relationship with. Oh, I agree. And women who I would be willing to marry. Yeah. I didn't get to that part yet. Oh, So okay. I think once you do your zero one, you know, you break it up into the zero, you wouldn't, which I, look, I still think that's a thing. Then the one can go into those other branches of I only want to sleep with uh, her or I want to date her or wow, she's the one. Right. Okay. So if, if we if we bring this down or dumb this down <laughs> Let's to- Let's make a tree <laughs> diagram. If we dumb this down to the simple- Tender process. Swipe Tinder? left. Okay. Yes. Swipe left, swipe right, right? Uh-huh. So to your point, zeros or ones, it's either left or right. Well, right. In which case, if I'm just doing that, then yes, you are correct. Left, I'm not interested at all because right. there is no physical interest correct. at all. Right is, yes, I'm interested. Now, out of those people I swipe right with, like you just said, then yes, I'm breaking those down into further categories about the level of interest I might have with them. Right. And men and women do Tinder differently too. Exactly what you were saying. So I think it starts out the same. You see the first picture. You're not interested in that person. Men and women will both swipe left. That's an easy one. Whereas as a woman, if we see the first picture and we like it, we then look at the other pictures. Yes. We also read the profile if there is one. Then taking that all into account, we will swipe left or right. Whereas I do believe with men, if you like the first picture, maybe you look at the others, maybe not. Who cares what she says? You swipe right, and then you go back and look later to see what the heck you actually swiped on. Yeah. We only go back to read everything if they match with us. Yeah. But in most cases, you're right. Guys are just right, 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 left, left, left. Well, right. And that's why women get so frustrated because we actually look at who we're swiping right on. And if we match with someone, we actually think that means something when in reality, for a lot of men, it means nothing except that you like the first picture. So I get a lot of complaints from female clients about, well, I don't understand. He matched with me on Bumble. I wrote to him and he didn't write back. Why? He was interested enough in swiping right. And I have to break the unfortunate news to them that – he didn't actually read about right. you. Yeah, you got matched and then you made your introduction and then the process starts of, oh, I should probably look at the rest of the photos and look at the profile, see if I'm actually interested. Right. And if I'm not, then I either ignore or... Right, then you have a new zero one process right. or 0.5 or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Negative three, I don't know. But I do think it's interesting. Now, you actually asked me, you sent me an email once, and I saved it because I thought it was an interesting question. You said, do women have the equivalent of, and I guess you men have this or you have this, uh, women I want to date, women I want to have in bed, and women I would introduce to my parents or marry. Yeah. And you asked if we have the equivalent of that. I will say with most women I meet, the answer is no. It's very black and white. I do not want to see this person or I think this could be potential right. because 
most women will say, why would I want to date someone if I don't see any future potential? Exactly. Right. And guys, as I was just saying earlier, we basically have this three-tier process by which it's... You make it sound so <laughs> fancy. Well, hey, I'll go into it again. But believe it or not, there's actually an app now called Down, which does this. And the oh, process God. is left, <laughs> I'm not interested. Right, I am interested in dating. Okay. Or down, I want to get down with them. I hate this so much. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I mean, granted, it is a hookup. Yeah, more how many women are down for that? Yeah, well, I don't know what the stats are. Oh, I'm just gosh, saying that that's this. an actual app out there right now. But back to the point. Okay. Yes, we have basically these three tiers that we bucket women Again, in. you make it sound so fancy. I, I know. And it's... This is a person who I really just would want to sleep with. Mm -hmm. I have no interest in any other type of relationship. Well, what makes someone that? You're super attracted to her, but you yes. don't like to talk to her? Like, what makes well, someone it, that? It could be anything. It's Mostly, it's just purely a physical connection. They're super hot, sexy, whatever. Mm -hmm. And maybe they don't have... Now, do you tell them going in that that's all you want? Or... Oh, no. Well, it depends. Like, mostly... Or is she thinking, wow, this guy really likes me? Right. Exactly. So, mostly, this is all happening in our minds. We're not openly sharing this. So, for all of you women out there, this is your first inside scoop as to what men are really thinking mm, about. I don't know if you're representative <laughs> of all the men. Oh, trust me. There's a lot of men who bucket like this. Okay. So... You know, I don't think we're necessarily processing it, but we will communicate to that to the women like, hey, I'm not interested in a relationship. I'm I just, think that happens after right? the sex. Maybe. Let's say that I go on a date and the date doesn't work out for one reason or another, right? Now, that's where I could see it happening, where, look, I'm not above this, where, you know, you're like, well, this doesn't have any long-term compatibility, but we're attracted to each other, right. so why not? Yeah, but... I have been in relationships with people before, and I'll have to think about why this happens. There are several women that I've dated that I'm like, I could be perfectly happy dating this person for an extended period of time, but there's no way I would actually marry this person. But why? Where is the, or, where is the line? What? Or as I said in my email, would I introduce them to my parents, mm -hmm. right? And so... When we think of marriage, we're thinking of all of that, right? It's like, sure. oh, I've got to introduce them to my parents and to my friends and family. And is this the type of person that I want to introduce? Are we compatible? Would my parents approve? Maybe they won't approve. So as we're thinking through all of this, we may come to the conclusion that due to any number of factors, like we were talking about earlier, maybe professions, maybe mm -hmm. job, maybe age, mm -hmm. you know, for instance, we still as a society... We've talked about age gaps in dating. Mm -hmm. uh, I may meet somebody who is 15 years younger than me. I might think they're amazing, but maybe I'm not going to marry this person. But I love spending time with them, and I would continue spending time mm -hmm. with them and continue dating them. Right, and I think most women would see that as a waste of time. Yes, I would agree with that. Absolutely agree with that. It's just very interesting because in so many ways, I believe men and women are similar in that we're all pretty transparent. We make time for the things we want to make time for. We don't make time for the things we don't want to make time for. Now, I get questions all the time about, oh, you know, this person's really busy. Maybe it's just a written. No, if a person says I don't have time, it really means I didn't make time. And I think we are all the same in that way. We call back the people we want to call back. We text back the yep. people we want to text back. Absolutely. But 
in these ways, I think we're very different. I tend to think women read more into things. We try to see subtext when often there isn't subtext. I, yes. And it's a way of rationalizing. If we hear something we don't want to hear, we try to read some subtext to kind of soften the blow of knowing that we heard something we didn't want to hear. I do believe that guys can get overly emotional or overly sensitive or overly insecure even about certain situations. You know, you go out on a date and you don't hear back and you're like, well, what happened? And I do think guys can get desperate at times. But for the most part, you're right. You know, women have a very clear process by which they're looking at dating. And guys, it typically is pretty black and white a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Is she hot? (laughs) Did I have fun? Can I get something from her? Lovely. That is just just lovely. I know. And, you know, as the relationship progresses, then there's more of a connection with open conversation and compatibility. Yeah, I, I think all of that is true. And then back to the original point we were making. I think also that when a guy is ready, though, when he gets to that point where I believe his cab light turns on, he is looking for marriage. I agree with that. He is looking for marriage and no less. And that's where the man and the woman can find mutual ground. Yes. I have nothing else to say about that. Thanks for listening, friends. <laughs>